Welcome to the Lindsay Holder Podcast. Gain tips on how to run a successful small business, as well as how to keep yourself looking good while you do it. Here are your hosts, Lindsay Holder Reinhardt and Ashley Rinkin. Years ago, I was taking a lunch and learn class at the Chamber of Commerce about LinkedIn. And I remember this sharp, straight to the point business lady did the presentation in about an hour with some amazing takeaways and impressive tips that I I was able to implement right away, which that's what I love to do. Years later, so funny, um, some of my business friends got together um, a women's group and I remember the first day and she was in the group and I instantly remembered her from years ago and the presentation she gave. And I knew, oh, I'm so excited to have her in the group. <laughs> so since then, we have become good friends. She is an amazing supporter of mine and she knows a lot about LinkedIn. I mean, like a lot. I didn't even know there was that much to learn about it. <laughs> but now, whoa, there really is so much more to learn and know about this platform. So gals, you are in for a treat. So no matter what business you're in, there are some amazing ways you can propel your business forward with the power of LinkedIn. And my friend Lindsay, also known as LinkedIn Lindsay, is about to tell you all about them. By the way, this is the third Lindsay on the show. How awesome is that? <laughs> so well, I guess there's four Lindsay's including myself. So lots of smart Lindsay's going around here. So anyway, grab your pen and paper or your Evernote or mark these show notes for later. Because let me tell you, after listening to this episode, you are going to want to take action in your LinkedIn account and watch your business grow. Enjoy the show. Okay. Hey, everybody. I have Lindsay Million here. I'm so excited to have her on the show. She is one busy, busy lady. So thanks, Lindsay, for being a part of the podcast today. And thank you as a friend. We just have had a little hiccup. and she, I'm so glad it was with you. <laughs> hey, nobody else I'd rather be with. It's all good. Thank you. So I did the intro and I talked about when I first met you, which you didn't know that I remember in our glow group, I said, Hey, I met you when you spoke at the chamber of commerce. And then it's so just so cool how the circle of life, like everything comes back around and Kinsey's in our glow group that we had. And she had you in the group. And when you were there at the table, I was like, Oh my gosh, there's that girl that was speaking. There's that lady on LinkedIn. And I was a little intimidated to tell you, cause I was like, well, she knows her stuff. She is one smart and savvy businesswoman, but I was also really excited to be, you know, have you in the group and have you as company to like learn and grow with. So it's been an absolute treat for sure. Absolutely. No, it's been great. Make a friend out of it. And I, trust me, even though I'm known as LinkedIn Lindsay, you know, I'm still <laughs> learning every day too, right? <laughs> That's right. But you know what's funny? When I was preparing for this podcast, though, I thought, I know you as LinkedIn Lindsay. I know you everything presently, but I have no idea how you came to become that, you know, from the start, what led your path. So I thought, oh, I'm excited to learn about that and I'll learn about you a little more. So I would love to, you know, how do you become a LinkedIn consultant? Yeah, trial and error. No. Here you go. So here's the funny thing. I've been asked this question before in various interviews and, you know, the more you tell your story, other parts of your story bubble to the surface. 
So here's what I've decided to open up with. And that is I have been an entrepreneur since I was selling boiled hot dogs at the end of my sidewalk as a child. <laughs> so you're like, what? Selling boiled hot dogs? Like, so gross. But you know, my dad was a business owner and just saw him lead so many people really well and yeah. sell his business and retire fairly young. And he was in sales. And so I've been in sales my whole career, actually. And and what I've always loved is helping people. And that's really, in my opinion, what sales is, right? It's teaching people, equipping them, empowering them. And so, yeah, I've been doing what I've been doing for almost eight years and launched off on my own in 2016. So it's been a fun journey. And how LinkedIn is a really interesting question because a lot of people who initially hear about me, they think, oh, you're a social media expert. And boy, am I not. <laughs> In fact, that's like the last thing I am. I really look at LinkedIn. I had to push you to get on Instagram. I'm like, no, you got to get on there. <laughs> You're my teacher, Lens, when it comes to Instagram, for sure. So no, I've learned so much from you. And frankly, you know, it's so hard to keep up with all of these online platforms. So to have a niche and be really laser focused. And I say that LinkedIn is the sandbox I play and stay in. So it's been a really fun journey. So you had sales prior to this, like that was your background before. Okay. What were you selling? So I've actually, well, I was a graphic designer for both of my full-time internships in college and realized that sitting behind a desk all day was not for me. And so I figured, okay, well, if I can't, if I'm not interested in creating it, because the, the challenge with just being a designer for me personally and my personality was that I couldn't go tell you why you should love my design. And that's sales, right? So I decided, all right, if I don't want to design it, then I'll sell it. And so I started actually in the printing industry. So ink on paper oh, yeah. and sounds really super sexy, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, ink on paper. And the reality with printing is that it's actually custom manufacturing. And so I started selling ink on paper when the economy burst the first time in my lifetime as an adult in 2008. Oh, yeah. And sold a million dollars that first year, which was pretty wild. And I figured, okay, if I can sell ink on paper, custom manufacturing, I'm pretty sure I can sell anything. So yeah, it's been fun. So how did LinkedIn come in to play with this? Yeah. So I started my journey with a mentor of mine who was actually my boss at a printing company. And so she started her business first and I followed and launched the first expansion of her company. And, you know, I was a LinkedIn, it's funny, it sounds like a drug user, but I was a LinkedIn user myself. <laughs> I was a LinkedIn user before I was a teacher of it and saw so many ways that it was impacting me personally and professionally, networking, branding, marketing, connecting. I love connecting with people. And so it just, I realized it was like an online networking event where I don't know about you, Lindsay, but I can only manage so many relationships in between my ears. And so LinkedIn became my yeah. database to stay in touch with people. So yeah, it's gosh, thousands of people later, we've trained people across the country in large groups and one-on-one -on -one, and we've written, gosh, nearly a thousand LinkedIn profiles. And I can say I'm a, an international speaker now, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Funny enough, my last work trip before the pandemic hit was in Mexico at my first international speaking gig. So yeah, just been a wild ride. Speaking of like COVID, I can't, I mean, you really should have, I would think your LinkedIn profile now more than ever needs to be like 
updated, really know how to have, you know, the platform work for you because a lot of people are, well, a lot of people are changing industries right now. They need to keep up their connections. They're maybe looking for work right now. And so this would be a great time to really utilize that platform because a lot of people probably are going Indeed and things like that, which is great because I use that too. But I like to think outside of the box a little bit. And I bet you could, you know, reach that person quicker or in a different way using LinkedIn, I would think. Yeah, you're spot on. I mean, we've seen a tremendous uptick in just really the people that we're reaching and the impact that we're able to make this year in spite of this global pandemic. And you're right, people are starting to think about their digital footprints, right? And where their brand and where their presence and where their profiles are and what's public and what's not public. And so it's been a really fun year and people who may not have been listening before are listening now. Yeah, I feel like LinkedIn LinkedIn had like more of a quiet voice in the past and they're they're catching up really quick. Like you told me about LinkedIn stories and I was like, what? <laughs> I know. They've got stories now too. So they're really starting to, to catch up pretty fast. And there's some really cool things that they're doing now. You just have to remember to go on that platform and do it. Because I know a lot of people are like, oh, I'll just use Instagram. I'll just use Facebook. But they really need to make time to go on to LinkedIn for sure. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, a lot of folks don't realize this, is LinkedIn's actually older than Facebook by almost about two years. Really? Oh, yeah. It's older than Facebook. And actually, in 2016, LinkedIn was acquired by Microsoft, right? One billion users globally. Wow. In 2016, they were acquired for $26.2 billion, with a B, billion dollars. Wow. And there are more than two people joining the global network every second. And as of the day of this recording, more than 725 million people on the platform globally. So what I always like to say is LinkedIn's not going away. Like it's here to stay and they're either on the ship or you're not (laughs) because the ship has sailed. That's true. And I will say I get less LinkedIn notifications than other platforms like Facebook or Instagram. So it's actually to that person's benefit. It's kind of like getting a tweet notification. You're like, oh, here's this. (laughs) And I want to know what that is. You know, I saw you last week and I was like, actually, I got one of your newsletters. (laughs) Like you were one of my notifications. And I thought, oh, this is so cool. Yeah, definitely. It's, um, you know, they're always evolving, just like all the other platforms out there. LinkedIn is a software company, so they're never in a state of perfection. They are always tweaking and changing and iterating. And sometimes they get it right. And sometimes they miss the boat. LinkedIn stories, like you mentioned earlier, it'll be interesting to see how that unfolds. Yeah, very limited functionality compared to, you know, Facebook and Instagram, but they want to stay relevant. And if that's what the members are asking, then they want to test it out. And that's really, again, what I tell folks that I'm teaching is that, you know, if you're not inside of LinkedIn consistently, it probably has changed since the last time you were in it. Not unlike Facebook and Instagram and on YouTube and all right. our platforms, right? People forget like, oh, LinkedIn's so frustrating. It's like, well, if you're not in it consistently, it certainly can be frustrating. But it's like you mentioned earlier, it's, it's building the habit and knowing what to do when you get in there. So I wanted to tell the audience, like what exactly a LinkedIn consultant, like what did they do? What can they do for you? Because I honestly, don't know. 
I should have asked you this a long time ago. No, no, it's a great question. So, I mean, I pinch myself all the time. Like, who would have thought I could build an entire business teaching people how to use LinkedIn, right? Yeah. I'm going to go kind of on a new take for PPE. We're all familiar with personal protective equipment now with the pandemic, right? And our masks. So if you think of LinkedIn as an online networking event, right? Like I mentioned earlier, it's your 21st century business Rolodex. And if you think of the acronym PPE, So P is your profile. So everything on LinkedIn is built around your individual LinkedIn profile. And if you're falling in the camp, which I'm sure some of our listeners are of, oh, well, I'm not looking for a job, so I don't need to be on LinkedIn. Again, maybe, maybe not. But if you have connections in the business community, I mean, Lindsay, even for you, who are your clients? Well, many of them, I would guess, are professionals, right? But yes. Uh-huh. Right. And so connecting with your clients on LinkedIn and connecting, which is the second P, people, right? So you've got your profile, and which tells the story, who you are, what you do, how'd you get to where you are? Why do you do what you do? Who do you work with? How do you serve them? It's so much more than just a resume that, and again, they've added lots of really cool features to make it a more interesting place for your profile viewers to come. So that first P is the profile. Second is the people, right? Connecting with your clients, connecting with vendors, connecting with potential partnerships. Um, If you are like yourself, a business owner or in a leadership role, finding talent, because it absolutely is a huge talent pool, you know, as well as Indeed and other, you know, there's ways to post jobs on the platform. And the third, the E, PPE, is educate. So it's LinkedIn is not about selling. LinkedIn is about educating and informing. And, you know, I pick on my realtor friends because, you know, it's easy to pick on them and I love them dearly and I have a few in my family. But, you know, LinkedIn is not the place to put all your house listings, right? Instead of that, why don't you tell me what I should consider when I'm selling my house and what are some best Ah. practices or a checklist? So, you know, Lindsay, for you in, in the space that you're in, you know, there's so much that men and women but men as well want to know about keeping their aesthetics up, right? You're the pro. So teach us, what should we be thinking about? Um, It's a place to really bring value through your expertise as well. Okay. I'm so glad that was actually one of my questions is like, I wanted to take two examples and one was me selfishly. <laughs> I'm using this hour power. So, so my question is two part. Should I start? How would I connect with my clients? I would find them on LinkedIn and what would I do? Would I like their posts? Would I just share a repost or like, you know, what should I do? So that'll be my first question. Okay. Great question. So the first thing that you want to do when you find someone who you know uh, is connect with them. Now, here's the golden rule of thumb. And it's actually a two-part response. Why LinkedIn made this different, I don't know. But that's why I'm here to help you and teach you. Okay. Um, On the web version. So let's say you're on your laptop and you're logged into LinkedIn.com. And Lindsay, I am a client of yours, right? So you find me on LinkedIn and you say, there's Lindsay McMillian Steeman and she's awesome and I want to connect with her. Well, best practice is to go to my profile, click on my face, click on my name, go to my profile, take 20 seconds 
scroll from the top to the bottom and see what else you can learn about me, right? That you may not have known otherwise. Because again, my LinkedIn profile is much more than just a resume of my past experience. It also has a story. It has my volunteer experiences, my licenses and designations. It's got the things I do in the community. It's got projects that I've worked on, publications that I've written. I mean, you name it, it's all there. And so after that 20 seconds, you go back to the top, again, on the web version, and you click that blue connect button. And then you add a note. So when you add a note and you personally- Oh, I don't do that. I just go, that's okay. That's why I'm here. Yep. That's why I'm here. Yes. So when you click that connect button and you add a note, you have an 85% chance of that person accepting your invitation. Okay. So I'm going to say that again. You have an 85% chance of accepting your invitation when you personalize it. And it can be short and sweet. Lindsay, so great having you on our podcast today. Uh, Of course, let's stay in touch. Let's connect. Thanks, Lindsay, for your email, right? So that's on the web version. So here's part two. On our mobile device, on our LinkedIn app, for whatever reason, we've heard rumors that LinkedIn is changing this, but they haven't officially yet. Uh When you're on my profile in the mobile app, do not click that blue connect button because out goes my pro out goes my invitation, your invitation and doesn't get to get personalized. So in the mobile app, if you decide to build your network through LinkedIn's app, click the more button or the three little dots, depending on your device, then you'll see an option to personalize invite. And it's just short and sweet. You're not asking for a meeting. You're not asking questions. You're just saying, you know, Lindsay came across your profile. Let's connect. Right. So that's really, really important is finding the people and then connecting through a personalized invitation after you've scrolled through their profile to see what else you can learn about them. And then to keep up that connection with them after I connect with them, should I just like like their posts or just comment on their posts? Just simple things like that. Great follow up question. So I like to say that the power of you staying top of mind with your connections is in the comments. Okay. Commenting has so much more weight in LinkedIn. Your little name and face populates when you comment on something that I post versus hiding. I call it hiding behind a reaction. So now on LinkedIn, I think it was about a year and a half ago, they rolled out reactions. So you used to only be able to like a post on LinkedIn. Now you Mm -hmm. like it, support it, love it, say it was insightful. So don't hide behind those reactions. Comment on on the content. Okay, perfect. We're taking a little break here to tell you how you can connect with MySpa to help you towards your skincare goals. MySpa is now offering virtual skin consultations where you can have a one-on-one personalized session with one of my master estheticians trained at MySpa. Any skin question is welcome. You know, like, do you really need a toner? Why aren't my skin products working? We all know that one. My retinol is driving my skin crazy. What's that all about? That's a big one. (laughs) My hyperpigmentation is all over the place. Help me fix this. (laughs) These are just a sample of some of the skincare questions you may have, but it's so easy. You can just book your appointment, go to my website, my spa at organictanfaceandbody.com, select the virtual skin consultation, and you are on your way to clear, glowy skin. Again, book your consultation today, your virtual skin consultation at organictanfaceandbody.com. 
I know you can't sell on LinkedIn. You need to educate. But if I wanted to sell products, is there a way to do that without selling products? Yeah, great question. So I'll tell you a personal story. So in order to be a teacher, you have to also be the student, right? So full disclosure, I finally decided about a week ago to test a newer, wasn't brand new on the market, but you know what they say, like the cobbler's kids don't have shoes. So shame on me, but I'm being vulnerable for a second. Um, I there's a feature inside of LinkedIn called newsletter. And I thought, you know, I'm going to try out this newsletter feature. I'm going to try it on a Saturday morning. If I don't like it or I break it or I fumble over my feet, no big deal. It's Saturday morning. Who's on LinkedIn on Saturday? Well, let me tell you, (laughs) within two minutes of launching my newsletter on LinkedIn, of which there was only one article that I had written myself, one article, one newsletter, out it went. Within two minutes, I had 15 subscribers. Within 30 minutes, I had 75 subscribers. In six business days, not even a full six business days, I have over 800 subscribers to my newsletter. Your newsletter. So a couple of things that are amazing about this. So I know that is amazing. I've never heard numbers like that from any other platform. I know one of your burning questions is like, what's your favorite feature? This is now (laughs) the date of this recording, my favorite feature for a few reasons. One, holy cow, like 800 subscribers. Like I don't even, I guess LinkedIn is very hush hush about their algorithm, unlike other platforms. So the fact that that got such great attention with very minimal effort clearly indicates that LinkedIn is giving it some priority on the platform, right? Oh, definitely. So that was cool. So that's cool piece number one. Second cool piece is that whenever I publish a new article underneath that newsletter umbrella, LinkedIn will email every single one of my subscribers to my newsletter. I got it. I know. (laughs) Let me tell you, and everyone who's listening, I even got tricked. I even got duped by LinkedIn. So we're doing, as many of you are business owners and you publish a lot of content. So if you have the time, typically you send yourself a test email, right? To make sure it looks okay before it goes out to the masses. Right. So we were actually launching, this happened last week, a few days ago, we were launching our a newsletter email from our internal campaign. This has nothing to do with LinkedIn. I mean, the topic does, but anyway, so out goes this email and I thought, oh, great. My teammate just sent out a test email. Oh my gosh. No, it was from LinkedIn. It was so beautifully done. All I had to do was put my article and associate it to my newsletter. So that's number two. It does actually email every single one of your subscribers. The third, so I'm coming all the way back to your original question of selling. Wow. Is that I like to be very strategic and thoughtful when I'm selling on LinkedIn. So I create Canva banner images within my newsletters that then link to said product or service. Oh, it's a way to stand out. And then typically, of course, my content of that article integrates with whatever product or service I'm trying to sell. So it's a softer way of pointing people. But in the last few days, we've actually seen the linkage and conversion rate from that those banners that we're creating in our newsletter to people going to those links. I love that. So I just need to think outside the box and do benefits and things like that with not being very specific to one product, but then maybe link it in the banner or something like that. That's right. Okay. That was one of my questions. I had myself 
as a sample case. And then I actually had another case study is that, so I just coached an amazing go-getter small business owner who was local and she owns a fitness studio. So she's not on LinkedIn and she doesn't know why she should, except I'm going to send her this podcast and she's going to get on LinkedIn, right? And so she wants to start like on-demand fitness classes. So would LinkedIn be good for her to get on? Okay, it's a great question. So I'm going to ask a few follow-up questions that might sound a little silly. Okay, but just go with me. All right. Okay, so does her target market have a heartbeat? Like a boom, boom, boom in the class. Does her target market have a heartbeat? Yeah. Okay. Right. That's your question. Don't overthink it. Okay. Does her target market have a brain? Yes. Okay. Okay. So is her target market, is it made up of humans? Yeah. Okay. So that's important, right? Heartbeat, like brain, an animal, right? So no, human. Okay. Got it. Check that box. Okay. Okay. So would a percentage of her target market be considered working professionals? Oh yeah. Most of them. Yeah. Then the answer is yes. Yeah. So it's not that she's promote. It's not that she is putting the on-demand videos on LinkedIn. No, no, no. Right. Like you drive people to another platform, but to build an audience and tell like, you know, bring in her current client base, bring in all her friends and professional acquaintances, all the people that she's met over how many years she's been a working professional, right? Go to her alumni network, connect with them, and then start building real, just like you would in any other online platform, right? All of us at the end of the day, I'm going to assume we're in the human to human business, right? Like it's about building yeah, that's true. real relationships. And so, you know, when it comes to, I will say, you asked an earlier question about, you know, what makes a LinkedIn consultant? And I would say that there's two types of us. Okay. And one is this idea that, okay, there's this big, alluring red easy button that I can press. And the way I'm defining that in terms of LinkedIn is artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of companies Companies that I would say in the last about 24 months or so have popped up that say, Hey, Lindsay, do you want to get a yeah. thousand LinkedIn connections? And I'm being crazy, right? In 24 hours, right? Do you want us to send all these automated messages on your behalf? So that's one camp, right? And it's not a wrong approach. I would just say that I fall into the other camp of the human to human approach and being thoughtful and mindful and considerate of who you're bringing into your network. I'm not necessarily endorsing that you should accept every invitation you receive. It's okay for about, I would say 10 to 15% of your LinkedIn first degree connections to people who you don't know, but you're intentionally using LinkedIn as a way to stay in front of them and in touch with them to engage them in conversation. But the balance, that 85% or so, should be people who you know. Yes. I don't accept all of my invitations. Some of them, like, I don't know who you are. We have nobody in common. And no, thank you. So I, I think with any social platform, still be careful on like who you let into your group. Just FYI. That's what I think. I love those examples and the tips for her and myself. I'm so excited. I did want to, just so we have a little clarity, like guidelines for busy owners, how long should we spend on LinkedIn, let's say in a week? Because I'm really busy and I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) I am on LinkedIn. I go on it several times a a week, but I will admit I need to comment more because I'm just like, oh, I like that, share that. So I'm going to commit, I'm going to comment more. So how long should I be in the platform a week? Yeah. So I think what is your purpose, right? Why are you on LinkedIn to begin with? What do you hope LinkedIn can do for you? And I'm going to try to get more clients to connect 
get more clients. Okay. And so part, I mean, you are in a very personal industry, right? I mean, right. I need to know, like, and trust you. I mean, absolutely, there's going to be a level of organic traffic that we get by nature of how long we've been in business and how, you know, the reviews that we have and so forth. But really, we're trying to build trust with people, right? So what I would say, I had a client probably about eight years ago, and he said, Lindsay, perfect world. I just want to go into LinkedIn for 60 minutes, one day a week. And I said, John, here's the problem with that you have then missed six days of activity and things happening in your network that could be valuable for you to, to respond to. So let's compromise. I said, can we take that 60 minutes and parse it out to 12 and a half minutes, Monday through Friday, same 60 minutes, right? Yeah. Which is hopping in there in little chunks of time. Lindsay, you put such great content out there for your audience that I think you have an amazing opportunity. You know, it takes effort. Good things take effort, right? Yeah, they do. An amazing opportunity to use and explore that articles and newsletter feature. Extend the life of your content. You and I are, I mean, we're marketers. We get that, right? It takes a lot of sweat equity and brain power and time to create good content. So how do we extend the life of that? Well, LinkedIn is a great place to do that. And you're building your credibility, right? So I would say a lot of people uh, who are frustrated by LinkedIn or who don't like it, or, who, or sometimes I'll hear this, Lindsay, yeah, I tried LinkedIn and it didn't work for me. And I'd say, well, what were you trying to do? Well, I was trying to sell. And I'd say, well, that's your first problem. And then the second problem oftentimes, right, is kind of looking under the hood before diagnosing the issue. And their LinkedIn profile is terrible. Like nobody would want to, even if they had the best language and messaging and best LinkedIn tactics, best newsletter, right? Best way to comment on people's, but their profile was hardly reflection of the great reputation they had. They would absolutely still be missing opportunities. That's how important that LinkedIn profile is to any success. So if that means that part of that week, Lindsay, is looking at your own profile and committing to different parts of it that you want to update and frankly was getting re-familiar with, oh my gosh, yeah. in the last 60 days, LinkedIn's added a new feature in my LinkedIn profile. I need to see if I can use that. If you get in the habit now of checking out your profile consistently, you'll continue to stay relevant on the platform. I even had, and I use my VA to do a lot of things for me. And I even had her use Canva has like the LinkedIn profile now banner. And I said, Hey, can you just refresh mine? Cause mine's older from a couple years ago, just with new shots. And she just did it. And I'm on LinkedIn every week, probably once a day, actually. But I also have my VA. She can post a few things for me. Like for instance, a, an audio audiogram from the, this podcast or something. She can post it and get all that. And then I can go in the back end and comment and stuff. So you can use your VA to help you a little bit. That's one of my tips. Absolutely. And I would say just keeping in mind with and in line with other platforms, if you are delegating aspects of your presence on LinkedIn. Yeah. Please, please, please always make sure that anyone is always posting as you. What you never want to happen is an assistant or an associate get into your LinkedIn account, send a message and say, oh, this is Lindsay's associate reaching out oh. to you. 
Oh, no, no, no. Right. So I know you already know that because you're great at delegating and managing that. But just for our listeners who aren't aware, it's very important. They should be acting as you. And even then, here's what I always say. Nobody knows your relationships better than you do. So you really can't delegate every aspect. Oh, no, you can't. While we were talking, I was just thinking when I'm on LinkedIn, somebody who always stands out to me because she pops up is Sarah Blakely, because she always pops up on my LinkedIn. And you'll notice she's not selling Spanx, but she's very smart. She sells you like, but she gives you encouragement. She tells stories. She's very good at what she does. And it makes you go to her Spanx website. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, here's the joke I make about myself, right? Nobody cares about LinkedIn as much as I do. Like, I get that, right? And it's okay. I'm not offended. My feelings are not hurt. But here's what I know, right? We have, because we're servants, right, of our knowledge, right. is I have to think, okay, who are my clients? Well, they're business owners, they're leaders, they're salespeople, they're right. sometimes people looking, they're in career transition, they're young professionals. What do all those people, what are they looking for? They're looking for inspiration, motivation, articles about leadership and sales and marketing. I mean, right? All the things. So, so Sometimes it's about LinkedIn, but not all the time. And guess what? When they do think about LinkedIn, they think about me because I've consistently been bringing them value and staying top of mind, even if it's not directly about my subject matter. Oh yeah, 100% agreed. So I'm excited to know what features that you love the most. So the newsletter, like hands down, that is just oh. my new Kool-Aid drinking for sure. I'm doing that one, yeah. Yes, and it's so easy. It's like too easy almost. So you hop into your main LinkedIn account. Again, we're not talking mobile right now. We're talking in the... Here's, I always, let me put this disclaimer into. Unlike Instagram, for example, that's very mobile, a mobile heavy platform. I'm not suggesting you don't use LinkedIn's mobile app, but when you're building your network, for example, I use that example, like just hop into the web version, click the blue connect button in their profile, right? You're just going to see so much more in the web version. When you create that newsletter and have a logo and give it a name, go into the web version, right? Versus trying to do that in the mobile app. So that's my favorite. I will say, and I know I mentioned this earlier, but the most underutilized feature, hands down, is the LinkedIn profile. Hands down. I mean, People want to say, Lindsay, how do I build a bigger pipeline to sell more? I mean, I'm a prospecting trainer. I teach people how to sell and using LinkedIn as a tool in the tool belt. And I say, well, let's start with your LinkedIn profile. Or they say, Lindsay, my business is growing and I want to want to attract top talent. What should I be doing on LinkedIn? I'm like, well, let's look at your profile and your team's profiles and see and your company page and see what are, everyone has access to that profile. Lindsay, a lot of people don't realize that your LinkedIn profile is public. So people don't even have to have a LinkedIn account to see your LinkedIn profile, right? Yeah. They can Google your name and LinkedIn and Google actually love each other. So one of that top search results will most likely be your LinkedIn profile. So that for sure is the most underutilized. It sounds to me like a profile goes more in depth than just your name and job position. It sounds like there's a lot more to it. Yes. So luckily you teach that. I do. So I'm really excited because you have just, you're about to launch a course. And I want to know more about that and how we can let the audience know if they're like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to commit to LinkedIn. I'm going to try this way and I need an expert. So I'm going to go to Lindsay. So what can they get from your new course? I'd love to learn about it. Thank you for asking. It's so exciting. Uh, it's I feel like an entrepreneur all over again, building this yeah. course to, to launch into the world. Um, so I, if 
Lindsay, can I give like a quick backstory of like how it even came about? Please. Yeah. Well, most of us are familiar with the Yelp restaurant rating scale, right? One to four dollar signs for a restaurant. Right. So in eight years of doing this, what I've started to realize is my business has really operated like the Yelp restaurant rating scale. So to tap into my brain or hire me privately to get access was in that three to four dollar sign budget, which you know is great to build a business. But what I realized over time was I was eliminating all these people who wanted access. They wanted to get better. They had a desire to learn, but they fell into the one to $2 sign budget. And, and let me just say that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I just had not figured out how to give them access at that price point. So yeah. welcome, right? The complete <laughs> profile course, your four-week journey to transformation. And so we are so excited for a limited time. We're launching this course for folks to purchase the course. Any of you who are listening, if, if it's past the time, don't worry, we'll have a wait list and we definitely plan on relaunching it in 2021. But we're really excited about the timing of this course. It is a spotlight course, which means we are narrowing down all the way to exclusively about that LinkedIn profile. Many people don't realize, and I've done tons of surveying over the years, to build your LinkedIn profile the right way, it should take you at least eight hours. And people are like, you're crazy. Or they look like you, Lens, and their mouth drops to the floor. And they're like, you've got, you've lost your mind. Even if I had eight hours, I wouldn't know what to do with it. So, wow. Oh my God. So backtrack. So come back to me, right? And for this course... And you've got eight bite-sized modules where I am taking it into tiny little chunks and releasing this content to help you prepare to build your profile. And I'm going to teach you how to launch it. So it's a very, very, I mean, in writing almost a thousand LinkedIn profiles and interviewing so many clients, I know how to make it manageable. It's really exciting. And what's even more exciting that I want to share with your audience and listeners is that we have a free webinar coming up. So I'd love to invite your listeners if you're okay with that. Yeah. So jot this down. So the website to get access to one of those free webinars is linkedintoit.com forward slash beauty, just for you, Lynn. So linkedintoit.com forward slash beauty, and there'll be multiple time slots. You only need to come to one webinar, but I'm excited. It'll be full of oh, just really juicy stuff, simple and powerful ways to crush it on LinkedIn, to look like a pro and get time back. So we're really excited about it. I'm excited. And what I also heard was four weeks. You're going to give it in four weeks. So that is so doable. Yeah. It's like bite-sized bits each week versus all at once. So you don't feel overwhelmed. I really like that a lot. So then you can carve out time in your week and know, okay, this is priority. I'm going to do this. And I don't have to do the whole course at once. So yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. And one of the experiences that people, again, they they might already believe a lot of your listeners might already know that their LinkedIn profile is important, but they just are super confused on how to make it better, right? Or they don't have the time. And so they get stuck and they don't know what to do. So the cool thing about the timing of the release of this of this course is that you will, my friends, look amazing going into the new year, right? Like you're going to sprint through that finish line of 2020 with an amazing transformed LinkedIn profile. And if for any reason, 
right? You, the holidays get the best of you, or you just need to shut down and recharge. You're actually going to get lifetime access to the course, which is really exciting. So the webinar that I just mentioned, like, I would love for you to be a part of the course, but that's not going to be a fit for everyone. That's okay. Still hop on the webinar with us, get some free nuggets. And then if the course makes sense for you, then we'd love to have you. I love that. And you've got other ways that people can stay in touch with you. Obviously, LinkedIn, so they can find you on LinkedIn. If you just want to go down, it's so it's on Instagram, it's LinkedIn Lindsay, yes. which by the way, you guys have got to follow Lindsay because she gives the best tips. And I'm not even going to tell you one of the tips that she just gave because it was so good. I was like, oh, I didn't know you could put these links in your profile like that. So I'm going to make them go to your Instagram to <laughs> see what I'm talking about. But boy, that was a good tip. I had no idea. Just little, little bite-sized tips, right? I mean, my goal, I want to make everything practical so that you can go take action, right? Yes. I like little bite-sized tips because otherwise I'm like, ah, forget it. I'm not going to do it. So I know. Yes. Yes. So LinkedIn Lindsay on Instagram and go easy on me. I'm not your podcast host, Lindsay Holder here with thousands and thousands of followers. So be kind, but I would love your, I'd love your follow and I'd love to meet with you and connect with you there. Of course. And where they, can they find you on your website and on LinkedIn? Where are those places? Absolutely. So there's actually two places on LinkedIn. So you could probably search LinkedIn Lindsay and I would come up, but Lindsay will, I know you'll have my name on there. So it's Lindsay McMillian Steeman. So you can connect with me or follow my actual profile. And then our company page on LinkedIn, which is McMillian Consulting. So that's my maiden name, McMillian Consulting. That's the name of my company. We have so much great content, not just it's content that we're writing and publishing, but we're also curating a lot of really great content that we're actually starting to see our clients, our people that we're working with, reshare it to people they care about. So would love um, for the follow on the company page there too. Yeah. You forget about your company page sometime. I do for mine. I need to get back in it. I need to share with my company page too. Perfect. For our audience, just so you know, you I know you're listening to this on the podcast, but it's also going to be available on YouTube so you can see Lindsay's beautiful face, both Lindsay's. <laughs> And all the details on her webinar, her course, everything, they are going to be listed in both the show notes on the podcast and on YouTube. We're just going to be everywhere and Instagram. <laughs> Love it. All the places. Thank you so much, Lindsay. This has been super fun. Yes. Thanks for being on the show. This episode is sponsored by Organic Tan Face and Body, a natural beauty and wellness spa located in Greenville, South Carolina and owned by our very own Lindsay Holder. Come visit the spa today, where they strive to bring out your natural glow. Visit the spa online at organictanfaceandbody.com and follow them along on Instagram.